0: Hey friends, this is Sarah from Making It in Asheville. Uh, I am interrupting our intro for a pre intro because we have some really exciting news. We are offering a giveaway together with Kara. Uh, We're going to be giving away one hour of her personal concierge services. So anything from pet sitting, errand running, grocery shopping, pretty much anything you want uh, for one hour, we're giving it away. Uh, You can enter by going to slash zero one two. You can follow the link on that page enter your email address, and then we'll send you a special question. Uh, All you have to do is answer that question by listening for the answer in the episode. Uh, So we hope you enjoy. Without further ado, here is the episode. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Tony. And this is Making It in Asheville.
1: A podcast where the two of us sit down with an Asheville local, a entrepreneur, artist, creative, a maker of some sort, and ask them about what they're making and how they are making it in Asheville.
0: And in this episode, we sit down with Kara Candler. She is the founder and CEO of TikTok Concierge. Um, it's a concierge service based in Asheville. They also offer services throughout the Southeast. Things like pet sitting and checking on your house and grocery shopping. All those little daily tasks that uh, most of us uh, don't feel like doing.
1: Yep. Those daily tasks. Plus some really crazy ones that we got to talk to her about um, it was a awesome conversation, I think in in large part because in episode ten we had that whole conversation about being in a service business and and how cool and how hard that can be and uh Kara is in this point now where um she started it as a moonlighter, she jumped out of her full time job and now she's thinking about you know scaling and growing in all of these different cities, and to me, it kind of like looks in the future is there a version of this that we could anyway? I loved the conversation. She is uh, absolutely awesome. I look forward to listening to it myself and taking some notes on it. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So uh, without further ado, please enjoy episode 12 Mm -hmm. with TikTok Concierge.
2: To pick y'all's brains on um, Brooklyn at some time, another time, but yeah, because yeah. sure. I want to go yeah. back and do more. We, yeah, a- Atlas branding was
1: just in New I York, saw. and we like, yeah. s- I-, I went overboard. I was like, "What are you into? Like, let me, yeah, let me send you as many things."
2: Yeah, I know. wish I'd known that before yeah. I went, but um, one of I, fell I in mean, love with it.
1: one of my favorite things that you do is like ask questions and get a ton mm. of responses on it's Instagram. Get, you
2: know, that's a process. It's getting better. That's, I I would get so disappointed when I'd ask a question and like literally like crickets. I was like, come on. So I think it's like continue to ask. And then um, you can always send your own question in. So I would, I would <laughs> kind of like. There were times uh, where I'd be like,
1: savvy, ask
2: a question and respond to myself. Listen,
1: I think that, that I think know, that's super smart.
0: It works. That's you do that. You comment on posts sometimes. All the post. time.
1: Sometimes you need to seed. Like that. Nothing the, wrong with that. The, if there's an algorithm that says people commenting makes this somehow good. Yeah. I'm gonna comment from our other accounts. Like why? Why wouldn't I? And I don't think. I don't think that uh, just because no one's commented that there is just <clears throat> inherent apathy. I think it's just like no one wants to be the first one on the dance floor. That's like yeah. a known thing. <laughs> it's true. Like I, very few people are okay with that. I, I
2: agree. I think you have to break the ice sometimes for yourself. So. Yeah. Okay.
1: Speaking of break true. the ice, we dove right into the frozen ice <laughs> of this podcast. But well, that's kind of the, the target. Yeah, We uh,
0: secretly think that – or sneakily – Yeah, what's the word I'm thinking for? (laughs) We
1: we press record while we're doing the audio level. I figured that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if there was any sense of like nervousness or awkwardness at the start, maybe it would have taken longer, but uh, I feel like you... We're friends, yeah. Right? We've been Instagram friends now for so long. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But this is something I was thinking about today. You are technically... This is the first full-on blind date podcast that we've done. Oh, everyone, everyone else we've at least met one time and like talked in physical really? person. Isn't that cool? Oh, wow. So I feel w- like
2: this date's going good so far, though. So cool,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right? It's like, uh, okay, I'll stay for more than a drink. Like, we could do appetizing. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> we might have first course. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: so welcome. Thank um, you. Uh, Sarah, let's, let's, I, I mean, I've said we dove in and we asked a bunch of questions on Instagram, but where would you like to start today?
0: I think... Uh, Our typical starting question, which is give us your elevator pitch of how you got Uh, here.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, What are you doing? What is your business? How did it get started? Uh, Okay. Wow.
2: That's dive right
0: in. (laughs) No pressure.
1: So there's no wrong way to answer that.
2: So TikTok Concierge is a time-saving company, and that really can reach two different segments of people. So it's we work with. Locals and individuals who live in Asheville um, to save them time, which that ends up being a lot of grocery shopping, errand running, um, life management, estate management. Um, And then we have a whole other sector, which is really tourism, um, which is not how I started the business, but that became clearly like a need. And so we started offering services where we plan people's weekends here in Asheville, um, all the way from like lodging, accommodations to, you know, dining and activities, um, and then also, um, grocery shopping for them and stocking prior to their arrival. So.
0: Awesome. And you also, I've seen that you also serve other cities as well, like. We do. So. Charlotte and.
2: So, so yeah. So we started in Asheville. We opened in Charleston
0: because we're kind of
2: sister cities. There's a lot of businesses that work in both cities mm-hmm. together. And then, uh, Greenville and then we do serve a Charlotte lightly right now. We're kind of working into that market and then still opened for, um, Atlanta hopefully soon. So just kind of growing and expanding. Yeah. It's nice. exciting.
0: And how, like going, going back. So this is what you're doing uh, yeah. now, how but ago? like how, how long ago was this? How did you decide? Wow. This is, uh, so interestingly enough, we started in
2: 2013 officially. Um, I grew up in Asheville and had a house and pet sitting business. Sounds so cheesy telling you guys the story. Had a house and pet sitting business. Um, I, and I, what I found is it grew, and I ended up having people come work for me. Uh-huh. And then every summer just kind of brought more people on. And I was realizing that clients were asking us to do things outside of house and pet sitting. So could you go to the grocery store and get a few items before we come home? Could you get our dry cleaning? So I was like, there's a whole other business here. Yeah. And it stuck in my head and stayed there for quite a few years. I'd say, like, it kind of just... Kept rising back up like years after college, and then I was like, There's a business, Asheville's getting busier, um, everybody's lives are completely slammed here, whether they're working or mm-hmm. just want more leisure time. So, um, I started while I had a corporate job, and it just kind of I moonlighted for a few years and then took the jump and left my corporate job, and that's wow. been it, yeah. So,
1: and when did the corporate jump happen?
2: Let's see. Um, two and a half years ago.
1: Wow.
2: That's crazy. Yeah. I actually hadn't planned to leave still. I was, like, on the fence, like, chickening out every time I went to go do it. And Mm. um, the Huffington Post did a series called When to Jump, and they featured us, uh, like, a video feature, and told the story. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to be out there real soon. So, (laughs) like, no pressure. I quit my job. So it was kind of, like, the push I needed to – to leave. Whoa. Yeah. I literally cried in my house for like three days after I quit my job and was like, get it together. Like, yeah. Up and down with emotion (laughs) was like, okay, you just got to make this happen. So
0: definitely. Yeah. What, what was the thing? What were you most kind of, you said you were crying. It's like, what were you most? I think it's the financial,
2: like when you've had a, you guys would probably know. You've had a yeah. corporate job and there's security and 401k's and benefits and you know, there's longevity there and you know, you leave that and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I have a mortgage payment and I have to take care of myself." Like it was scary to be like, "Okay, I got to I think the financial aspect is always the most scary." Yeah. That and, a- am I going to fail? Like I didn't want to fail. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So. yeah. It's it's bowling without bumpers. Like there's there's a chance that you don't hit a pin.
2: Yeah. But I feel like once you do it, like, now I'm not scared at all. Like, obviously, some things make me fearful, but Mm -hmm. I would never be scared to leave another job. Because I feel like once you get over that fear, you're like, I can do this now. Like, I got this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And there's always one of the things that we talked about on another podcast was the idea that there's always money you can go out and find. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. like whether it's for your own business or getting another job to like hold you through, there's always exactly there's side
2: hustles. there's a lot more opportunity now than there was years ago for people yeah. who were leaving jobs and really just becoming solo entrepreneurs, so
0: right, yeah, okay, so my b- the biggest question I've had, and I think I' talked to Tony about this before, was you service a bunch of different cities or you're starting to service mm-hmm. a bunch of different cities. How do you manage? All of these people. I assume that you have people that work for you, and they're people driving these cities.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's not just me. We have magical Mm time-saving team members um, that I we are successful because of them. Um, And so, yes, they are in the cities. They are tasked with the projects and basically make sure you know. We have clients we work with weekly, which those are the clients we love because our our workers and the client build a really great reputation and, like, relationship Mm. together, and they know how to work with each other. So um, those scenarios are great. And then we have the ones that are just tasking for us. Um, But I'm so blessed that, like, everybody that works for me I've known or was a referral from someone. So we've been really lucky. We have a great team.
1: Wow. Are any of them full-time?
2: Um. No, that's a good question. So I I love our model right now. It works for us is yeah. that um, nobody's full-time, and we have, like, teachers in the summer yeah. that come work for us every year and m- moms who needed more, you know, additional side work. Mm-hmm. So um, I have one who's almost full-time here. Um, she's been with me from the beginning almost, and so she's, she's almost there. But, no, pretty much everybody's um, part-time. And so they give us their, like hours and availability and we plug them in the projects depending on their their schedule so works really well
1: and I'm I'm geeking out about like tactically what kind of tools do you use to try and manage your (laughs) projects and I imagine there's so many balls in the air
2: there is it's all logistics yeah yeah which was my which was the world I was in before so um, I feel like that was kind of I never thought about that till a few years ago. I was like, Oh, it's all logistics. But, um, yeah, so we use digital time cards, which is awesome. Um, we also have a great online booking system where our clients can go right on and like click the project, the date and time, and then it gets assigned to the worker with all the like, you know, notes and private information. Mm -hmm. So, um, we make it really seamless.
1: Wow!
2: Yeah. For both. And you know, I guess it's getting to the point too where, Managing that many people on projects is a little daunting. So I'm trying to figure Mm. out that next step. Like, how's that going to work? So,
0: Yeah. How many people do you have working for you right now? Um, Let's see. Six, six, seven?
2: Wow. Seven? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, quite a bit.
1: So. That's exciting. So yeah. what, uh, and when you say you're thinking about what the next step might be, this is typically towards the end of our podcast. Oh. Where we're like, oh, what do, what, what do you see <laughs> in the future? Yeah. But that's like a red herring that yeah. I uh, have to chase down. Like what what things do you feel will be next?
2: So, you know, my ultimate goal is I would love to – we're actually seeking um, a partnership, like a partner in – uh, a couple of cities. So mm-hmm. where they would really take on the responsibility of really running that company there, it'd be cool. a true partnership. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking for that because I think at some point I have to kind of be able to focus more on the growth and the back end, And I can't, I can't continue to handle every city by myself. So yeah. we'll be having like city managers or something. I think that's the ultimate goal is I kind of want to take over the South, but um, I think we still have a long ways to go in all the cities that we're in and really getting people to understand like what we are and what we can do, because our number one goal is for people to have, whether it's an hour a week or 10 hours a week, Mm -hmm. to use that time to however they want, you know, like, do you want to go watch your kid's soccer game versus going to the grocery store, or do you want to go take a yoga class, or do you want to go work on your business, like, freeing up people's time to live their best life is really our ultimate goal, so I just keep, like, I want people to feel that, feeling of like letting go of a few things yeah. and and time is money yeah totally time is money what's your time worth you know and yeah. i
1: think a lot of people around here it's worth more than the trip to the grocery store
2: yeah i'd rather be on my road bike half the time than doing something else i mean yeah. i know you yeah. guys are probably the same way so yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: we're, we're in the process now of like trying to assess what our time is actually worth because we had a good sense of it in new york with a you know corporate yeah. jobs and and paychecks that were had at least a fixed component. I was in sales, right. so like there was variables, but like we knew what was coming in, and so now we're trying to assess all those things. And I find that uh, very interesting. I also have been into the idea of like virtual assistants mm-hmm. since Four Hour Work Week, mm. two thousand yeah.
2: whatever oh seven, gosh. yes.
1: Um, and while I never really leaned into a virtual assistant, mm-hmm. I've always thought that there's only so much you can do for me over the internet that's going to be like a massive time saver mm-hmm. but physically coming into my apartment and having food there is a little different right yeah. and like there's so many weird things that are happening in supply chains and logistics and like New York no one needed to go to the supermarket anymore no. which yeah. was you know you couldn't even conceive of that maybe seven years ago yeah. five years ago but like none of my friends went to the supermarket it was fresh direct it was seamless. It was anything but standing in line at Trader Joe's, which in New York, there's a human whose job it is to hold a sign <laughs> that says, this is the end of the line. Oh, no, because it Multiple
0: wraps- humans. Okay. Sorry, there's a human for the middle of the line. <laughs> there's a human for the end of the line. And they both hold up sticks that like, say where you are, where the line is. Right.
2: That's like where the wait service comes in, where people pay for you, pay someone to stand in line for you somewhere. Oh Or yeah. Tashville DMV. Yeah. I'll pay someone yeah. to stand in oh line for God. me there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Asheville's quite got that, but I'm like, at Christmas or for holiday gifts, like that's, but yeah, New York is, I mean, they have it down pat with the seamlessness. I mean, that's kind of the norm there. So I, yeah. I want to bring more of that to the South where,
0: right,
2: you know, you're coming home and th- the groceries are put away, the house is tidied up, it smells really good, your dry cleaning's hanging up, you've got a couple loads of laundry that have been folded, like, it's just like a magic fairy came in and, you know. It's you come home and you feel relaxed yeah, it's like, in your it sound, environment. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like
1: being at like a uh you know Disney World suite. You're out, you're out, you yeah. spend the day, then you come home and it's like, whoa. Yeah,
2: the bed's made, <laughs> <laughs> things are
0: like put back in place, yeah. the counters wiped down.
2: Yeah. Magic. Like that's
0: yeah, exactly. Hmm. So how does this differ from I'm thinking about those um other more well-known companies like Thumbtack mm-hmm. and what are like some a the task others? rabbit or something? Yes, task rabbit exactly. What would you say is the biggest difference between a TikTok concierge and a you know national larger or international business p- like yeah,
1: that? We, we get asked, funded, uh, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah.
0: I would love to have been that person,
2: but no, um, I get asked this a lot, and I think what makes us really different is our relationships um, in the community and with our clients, um, and really we're really still like so technology driven or I'm, that's really my goal, but we're still kind of old school. Like they get Mm -hmm. handwritten notes from us and a candle or like a dry cleaning bag. Like we just really still try to touch our clients so much through. And we, we end up knowing their families and their vacations and their dogs. Like it's really a trusting relationship and, I want to say this, too, because I think a lot of people get nervous when we say we come in your home or we're involved in your life. Um, we're very private. I mean, we have contracts that are written that, you know, workers, what we see and hear cannot be spoke of outside of the home. So privacy is a big deal for us. So if anybody's nervous about that, that's like definitely something we take super seriously. But um, I think, you know, when you're so intimately in someone's space, like they, you have to have that trust. Mm. So I think for us, it's just really relationship building and not thinking, Oh, this is a one-time client. We're never going to see them again. We treat everybody like they're very important and that they're like with us all the time. Yeah. want them to yeah. feel that.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, 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 what I'll say is that that comes across right. Mm-hmm. Uh, with our little bits of, you know, internet interaction that seems real where
0: also Cara bought us, brought us a candle.
1: Oh today. really? Yeah, <laughs> we did. I, <laughs> I could not show
0: up it. without a gift. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: thank you. Uh, yeah but you know when i when I think about it, it's like yes, we're in a demand economy, right yes, I will think Uber or Lyft most every time I go somewhere, but yeah. that doesn't mean if I had it, I wouldn't want my own driver, like someone that I could build a relationship who gets mm-hmm. me, who knows my tendencies. I don't necessarily just want the algorithm to place someone into my home or into like me into their back seat uh and so i'm I'm I love that as the answer is that like we're humans that build relationships with our clients. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect.
0: Yeah. I think so too. What is the number one service that people ask for nowadays? I would say surprisingly still with all the grocery apps and like
2: delivery services, we still grocery shop a ton for clients. Um, I think there's some hesitation to use apps. So, or glitches they've had in the past Mm -hmm. With you know, What's funny is, too, is, like, we know our clients, like, too, like, oh, you always like this kind of yogurt, and so we make notes on their account, so, again, going back to that personal relationship, so grocery shopping's, like, one, and then um, errand running is huge, so, and sometimes that client doesn't even know what all they need, but they're, like, we have a digital notepad system, and as they think of things, they can add it in there, like, oh, I really need to get my mother-in-law a gift. I forgot her birthday's this week. And the UPS, we have a package to go back, and we need stamps from the Mm post. Like, all those random errands that we all put off at the bottom of our to-do list, I say give them to us first, and then we'll knock those out. So usually those are, like, the tasks, you Mm -hmm. know, go-to items or grocery shopping and errand running.
1: So two questions have shown up for me. One is, is it, like... Did you have custom built software for these interactions with your customers? Is no. it like an app? No. So that seems so, really like it seems really smart and sophisticated.
2: No, actually, you know, I you know, when you don't have all that money, (laughs) we just like roll with what we have. So Mm. we have, um, we, all of us that work for, for TikTok have, um, iPhones. Uh So we use the digital notepads, like the note system, and we have checklists in there where they can check off everything. So that's how a lot of our projects, um, the grocery list and everything are communicated with our clients and our workers. So everybody can see live time, what's being checked off notes can be entered in there live time. So it really works well for us right now. Yeah. And we use Square. Square is great. We use that for our scheduling and our digital time cards. So um, those are the – I've tried out other platforms. I haven't found anything that's quite exactly what I want, so I'm kind of mosh-poshing everything, but it works for us And Square is
1: such an intuitive platform generally. Cool. Yeah. And then my second one was how do you even begin to price random stuff? Do you just like fix some sort of like this is how long it takes? We're guessing an hour. You've committed to this – as your hourly rate, so we're just going to put an hour. Do they pay in real time? Do they pay at the end yeah, of the month? Is it a- that's
2: a good question. So um, we charge by the hour, and we felt like that was just the easiest thing to keep it simple. I, you know, I used to go oh per project or per. It just gets too confusing, and mm-hmm. I think people want to know exactly what they're paying. So um, every tasks that we offer i've done before so i can pretty much tell you how long something's going to take i can look at a grocery list and be like oh that's going to be an hour or an hour and a half or three hours you know depending so um so we charge for the hour and then after the project's complete the client gets an invoice with um, our time and then the reimbursement line of you know whatever items we purchased so cool. we keep it really simple yeah
1: that makes sense. Yeah. Because I was like, man, it's got to be like, oh, well, uh, this isn't taking... Uh. Yeah. So is it and is it fixed per client? Like, do they agree to something maybe when they do the first contract and then they expect that number and it might change client to client?
2: Yeah. So if, if a client's like a weekly client and they know, okay, well, we always want these items, it usually stays the same. And, and basically what we do is we build a package for them and say, hey, this is what we're promising to do every week. Yeah. Obviously, if it varies you know, we'll have to tack on this, but yeah, they pretty much know like, oh, I'm going to get five hours of, you know, concierge service this week. It's always going to be these items and then they can always throw in other projects inside the notepad system. So, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty much the same. And if somebody's like, Hey, what's this going to cost me? I'm always glad to give an I mean, obviously we love to give estimates for if it's some off the wall, like project, um, like transportation is a little different too. So we'll like work with our partners to get an estimate for the client and then send it over. So that's not an hourly rate. That's yeah. just, it is what it is. So.
1: And that, I mean, it almost makes me have to ask, you said off the wall yeah. projects. <laughs> I was like, well, what well, kind of off the wall projects <laughs> have come up? How interesting. What a cool segue it's a <laughs> crazy I like,
2: <laughs> we've had some fun. Yeah. I feel like one day I want to write a book and call it the concierge Diaries and change of raised names. But, um, Let's Ugh. buy.
1: Let's buy that domain today, yeah. just in case, because that's <laughs> a really good. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of some funky projects. So we've had quite a few. Um, I got asked to find a male midget stripper one time um, for some guests in town. That was kind of uh, interesting. Um, I always say, as long as it's legal and moral, we'll do it. So um, the other thing was we flew. I flew on a private jet with two golden retrievers to Florida to deliver them. Um, gosh, we, I got called from a client who was hunting in another state, like I think it was bird hunting or deer hunting. And he was like, my license expired. I didn't realize it. Um, my hunting license, can you renew it for me online really fast and then shoot me over a copy of it, like via text. So just like really off the wall, like random, yeah. you know, things like that, um, tend to be asked, but I, I love the obscure and weird. Cause I'm like, it's a challenge, you know, for us to come up yeah, with. I mean, you got to f- fly in a private jet so that's those are a, those are fun we get fun asked one. a lot we do yeah. do in private transportation a lot mm-hmm. so that is one but um yeah it's it's always like those kind of fun uh, it looks like we're living the life i'm like look it, it looks like it's a lot of fun It'd still work but yeah those are always great yeah. great projects so okay
1: you had me at two golden retrievers forget oh. about the private <laughs> it
0: was <laughs> it was pretty sweet yeah i have to say
1: that's awesome that's really awesome yeah,
0: yeah. So what is your average day like
2: or average week like? It is never the same, I will say. Mm. Um, really, my ultimate goal right now or my focused goal is for me to be less involved in the day-to-day, like actual projects. I still have clients that I've had since the beginning that mm. only want me, which has been a little difficult. Um, so I still deal with a couple, a handful of clients myself. Um, and then really my main goal is to focus on the back end where I'm still, you know, trying to continue to move the business forward. We're trying to get a condo project downtown, You know, trying to be in a building downtown with a new condo project and you know, reaching out to new hotels and new clients in all the cities. So I'm really focused on selling in the back end and building those relationships um, and still handling all the projects as they come in. So I'm really t- taking less time to spend with the clients. But it varies. I mean, I'm in the office, but like today I've got, I'm here with you guys, mm-hmm. and then I've got uh, a meeting with a client, a potential new client, um, for us, which people like to meet you before usually. So mm-hmm. that's um, part of the process. And then a couple other business meetings. So it's just kind of like I'm in and out all day. That's why I'm in the car so much. Yeah. And then I try to go to Charleston and Greenville like once a month right now. So it's kind of every day's a new day <laughs> for me. And yeah. so
1: with that, like, what are your consi- like constants, right? So it seems like you are a bike rider.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I love to road bike. bike. Um, That might be like one of my favorite like outlets. Um, I have a golden retriever, Izzy. You'll see her on our Instagram page. She pops up quite a bit. Um, Everybody knows her and loves her. So I love to spend time with her. Um, I love red wine. So I love like being out in the food scene in Asheville and trying new restaurants. And obviously that's part of my job too. But um, I'm a big foodie and, and red wine fanatic. So I just like being outside if I can be outside and hike and I, we just live in such a beautiful area. Yeah. So that's, and travel. I love travel.
1: So then how, knowing that there's a million things and that you are in service, where do you try and piece those in? Is that first thing in the morning? Is that every night you're off at 8 PM? Mm-hmm. Uh, like what? That's no. a good
2: question. Yeah. So I struggle with this cool. and I feel like most entrepreneurs struggle with this. And, um, before I would I would work all the time, never had set hours and it was like burnout mode was like coming. And I think we still have, I still have waves of that. I know a lot of my friends that are in small business do too, but I did set like business hours. So that's helped, but I still really fight the urge to like this weekend, like work cause we're open on the weekends, but to work. And then I, I wrote a post today actually about it. It was like feeling bad. I was like, Oh, I'm being lazy cause I'm not working today. Even if it's just for a couple hours. And I was like, no, I need to like refuel and rest, like, but I fight that mm. constant battle of like, oh, but I could be writing down notes for the next newsletter, or I could be like creating you know this new service item, or I could revamp the website like yeah. it's just never ending, so I really I, I struggle with that, and I'm trying to be better like it's it's a it's a big problem <laughs> to like turn it off so uh and I think the phone is a big one like i I love social media and. I'm sure like you guys, we can spend a lot of time on it. So to put it away, like just have intentional time yeah. is something I'm working on.
1: Fair. It's a work in progress. Yeah, yeah? I mean, that, and that was one of the questions we had. And I thank you for your honesty because yeah. that's almost always the true answer. And if anyone's like, oh, every day at 5 a.m. or, you know, that's yeah. powerful. And there is, I think there's power in consistency. Um, And if you can make those commitments to yourself, that's a beautiful thing. But I think what we were talking about um, in our last, the two of us talking, which was episode 10, mm-hmm. this would be, I think, 12, um, is the idea that is it even possible when your business is service, mm-hmm. moreover, when the business somehow the logo, which you have a logo, mm-hmm. but you're the face.
2: Yeah, and that's, that's a really the interesting
1: problem or opportunity.
2: It's a little bit of a problem. I never thought about that when I started the company because I feel like people put my fa- – it's like I am the company. And I'm like, ooh, as we grow, that's become a little bit of a challenge. But, um, mm. yeah, I think – I don't know. I, I think that the one thing that's helped me a little bit in terms of, like, taking time is I do in the morning. Like, I don't look at my phone for at least the first hour.
1: Cool. There you now,
2: go. I'm not always the best at that, but that is, like, my one I try to do because that first hour I feel like – Whatever you're doing sets the tone for the day. So that's my goal.
1: Yeah, yesterday was the first day for a series of strange events. We did a yoga class in the morning. Awesome. Uh, It was was awesome. And I realized that it was 1230 and I hadn't looked at my phone yet.
2: Oh, wow. That's amazing.
1: It was off. Like I had it. And so like, you know, like the, the nervous, oh, it's not near me thing was handled. Yeah. But my phone was off until 1230 and I had no idea. That was a really cool moment
2: <laughs> Sarah were you like were you disconnected too
0: yeah i'm I usually in the morning don't check my phone i'm pretty i don't know if I don't have to check my phone, I don't like to check it yeah. so I'll usually go on maybe around twelve or in the afternoon. And then sometimes at night. But Good for you. He, he's she, a little bit um, more I, yeah, addicted it's, to it's his my, phone. It's my, I'm the hamster, <laughs> and that's
1: my, like, little pellet machine. Yeah. The dopamine from Instagram <laughs> is real for me. Yeah. I'm constantly, like, refreshing stuff. Me too. Um, she seems to have a more, this is a tool that I use uh, relationship with technology where I'm just like, ooh, this is a shiny bell. Let that's me. the point,
2: though. They yeah. want us to be on it all the time. Yeah. That's why they built it. But. it it is healthy to have that view of like, this is a free platform for me to promote my business versus like being stuck in it. So yeah, it sounds like you've got a good grip on this. (laughs) I don't know. Who who handles the
0: Instagram posts? Mostly me. But that being said, um, we both brainstorm on ideas of like, what are we going to talk about or how are we going to do? And then this week, Tony is actually going to be taking over Instagram because I love you away.
1: But by the time you so, listen to this, that will have been in the past. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so if you look in the back and there's like typos if you remember. and the yeah. fonts are weird, that's me.
2: So will there be yeah. mo- more posts this week or less? Because there's
0: probably more.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm I'm more of a, our business is so young that there's no wrong, right? There's, no. No, there's nothing that we can do that is off-brand. There's nothing that we can do except for like not exist and so i think that a pulse on all the platforms that we would care about or that we think our customers would be on is a good thing and then i think if we can be human on it more than um a really present a really clean perfect exterior i think that's net net a good thing because people are going to like the idea that there are humans here mm-hmm. that have only spent two months in the city. Like oh my gosh, that's
2: what makes everybody want to watch you guys. I like, <laughs> tune in. I'm like, what is going on? What
1: is going on? They're, How brand- do they d-
2: they're newbies. <laughs> we got to like break them into we're the, so to, new. To Asheville. And, yeah.
1: And um, I don't know. Like, I, I might, I might break stuff this week. I don't think I will. We. I, f-
2: I feel like the main, like what you. Said, I liked what you said. Like, just I think being yourself. Yeah. Like people want authenticity nowadays more than anything else. For sure. Yeah. In your business
1: and I think we've done a really we've done a really good job so far of really i don 't know because there 's a fine line between acting like we know and communicating that this is what we 're doing now, right and it might be wrong, but like this is the, these are the things that we think are right um, and i th- I think the tone that we have been using is honest and That's good. um You know, at the end of the day, we're having conversations with people that are cool and trying to build a business that supports other businesses. And there's no bad there. Like, it's all good. It's all good. So we'll see. In terms of post volume, probably higher. But who knows?
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're a little bit more spontaneous than me.
1: But I think it's our differences that make what is Mm -hmm. coming out actually kind of strong. Right. Because... I'll say something that is just like unthought out, but there's something there that's good. It
2: genu- there's something genuine. In genuine. There. Yeah.
1: And then Sarah's like, "Okay," k- k- like cracks her neck, <laughs> and then she, you know, she starts <laughs> wordsmithing it. And yeah. I'm like, "Wow, Sarah, that was so much better than the verbal, you know, just like she explosion. just pretties it up. Yeah. She
0: pretties it up. Yeah." Exactly, exactly. Anyways, how do you find your (laughs) social media calendar? Because you have a great Yeah, yours is super strong. I I would love to be better about,
2: like, looking at the whole month and really, like, being one of those that plans out the whole month. I mean, obviously, I know if there's a holiday coming up, like, you plan for, you know, promoting services around those times. Mm -hmm. Um, I really have no rhyme or reason for my (laughs) posts. I mean, obviously, again, seasonal, there's things going on. But um, I try to, I try to, like, post my or work on them on the weekends and then set them to go off for the week. So at least I'm like a week or two ahead. Yeah. Um, and then I fill in with the stories because I feel like that's really where I'm getting the most views anyways, the stories. Sorry. Yeah.
0: That's everybody is.
1: Yeah. And your posts are all super clean. Are you hiring photographers? Is that your iPhone? That's so making those <laughs> pictures look cause they are clean.
2: Thanks. I will say this is like the one thing I spent money on from the beginning was, um, There's two really great... Well, there's many photographers in town. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's two that I've worked with for years since the beginning. Um, And what's really cool is both of them have small business packages. So once a quarter... I've been bad about it this year, but once a quarter, I usually, like, pull all my props. I have all my inspo pictures, and, like, we just bang out a ton of photos, Um, which is amazing because then I get a whole quarter's worth of photography, and I don't just use those on social media, so those are going in newsletters. Those are going, you know, on the website. Like, they're always, they're used a million different ways, and I will say some of the pictures I'll currently even post are like, been from a year or two ago, some like yeah. I'll go through the file. So they're really, I'm getting a lot of, you know, value and use out of, out of those pictures. So, yeah,
1: that was literally one of the first things we did when we moved to town and we said, Hey, we're all in on this. Mm-hmm. Sarah's like, we need to get real pictures mm-hmm. because selfies, selfies aren't going to cut it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Yeah, all of our pictures that are of the two of us that aren't, like, hiking (laughs) were done by Sarah Hooker.
2: Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, see, I think it's worth it. I mean, you can tell a difference. But I don't think – I think that's where stories is, like, this is the real me. This is, like, you know, because I don't want people to think that our life or my life or the business always looks that way. Like, I'm like, this is not – this is pretty and this picture was amazing to get a service across, but this, you know, this is my life. Doesn't always look like this, you know? So I think that being authentic and stories is really more, more my goal and showing the daily. Right. So, yeah.
0: Awesome.
1: I absolutely love that. I I think that, um, it's refreshing because it's refreshing to hear that because of all of the local accounts that we follow, I, I would put yours as high as can be on the like. This is a really well done uh, brand experience Thanks. from someone who's just watching. Thank you. Outside in. Yeah. That's I would say it it is hashtag inspo for us.
2: I appreciate you guys. That's so nice. <laughs> yeah. It's um. I like I said. I enjoy the social media part. So yeah. I don't know that I'd ever hand that baby over. Yeah. It's, I I like it. And is, does Instagram,
1: I mean, is there any way for you to, to quantify Instagram's ability to get you customers right now?
2: Um, I can see analytics if someone swipes up to book. Mm. Um, but again, I think honestly, I use Instagram more for brand recognition mm-hmm. and, and just continue. Cause I have so many people like, Oh, I follow you on Instagram. And I'm like, that's great. I'd yeah. love for you to book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah. but I think it's nice. Like people just, it's brand recognition really yeah. for us more than anything. Honestly, a lot of our clientele tends to be, some of them are on Instagram, but we have a lot of like, I'd say like, you know, thirties to sixties, seventies are really our demographic. Yeah. And some of those clients aren't on on social media platforms. So that's where our newsletter really they're checking their emails. Like our newsletter is really important too. Cause I'm like, well, if Instagram crashed tomorrow, I got hacked. Like I got to have some other platforms to reach my clients
1: and how, Praise hands. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I would love to hear a little bit about your email cadence. What what's what's yeah, going on? Yeah, so there?
2: I send out a monthly newsletter and I'd say sometimes I send out two a month. I mean I don't want to annoy people, but it's it's gotta have something like a tip in it for the month. It's gonna have like any service that we're promoting that's gonna make sense around a holiday. Um or the season, and then just like new information. Hey, like we opened in Greenville, and we just started a new vlog series. I'm Ooh. so excited about it. We just filmed our first one last week, so we'll be like putting them there, so people can kind of see what's going on. So, um, but the newsletter is really crucial to me. We have a lot of contacts I've collected over the years that are in that. So mm-hmm. that's that's my main. That's my baby. I'm trying to work more on.
1: I love that. Do you have when people subscribe? Where how are they? Where are they subscribing from? What is like? What happens then? That's what I...
2: When they subscribe? Uh, I need to be better about that. That's a good question. So like once I do need to like figure that one out. I mean, they get on the list and then it's like they get the email. But um, I probably should do something fun like give them a free city guide or maybe I'll do that this week. Maybe I'll like put a new subscribe button up and you'll get a free like Asheville, Charleston city guide. And
1: I think that... So here, here, this is... I'm getting ideas. This is me. Yeah. So I think... uh, (laughs) If that's not already a thing, like if you have a list, call it a uh, thousand people, mm-hmm. and and it's not really clear what cities they're in, mm-hmm. that could be a priority. Is oh, like, for sure. It's like creating some sort of a click these different buttons to tell us what guy that you want us to send you. Right. And now you know that beyond their IP address, uh, you know what cities they're physically in, and so you can send targeted yeah. emails to just that.
2: Do you want to go through those five thousand contacts and figure that out? No, I'm just
1: kidding. I'm like, we we <laughs> I mean, could talk about I'm it. Like, oh my
2: gosh, that makes my head hurt. Like, but
1: we, we, I mean, we I mean,
2: I've love. got. We've gotten better the last two years. Like when they subscribe, like putting the city that they're in. But awesome. oh my gosh, there's so many contacts. I think we have like around five k. So, cool. um, but that's a good idea. See, that's the stuff I'm like. I don't want to do. Like I love putting the newsletter, but I'm like that back end oh. stuff. I'm like I hate that stuff.
1: Cool. Yeah. again delegating
2: that's me I would delegate that to somebody else because I'm like that's not worth my like it's Mm. valuable to the company but that's not where my time's gonna be best spent right so do you want to come work I'm just Mm. kidding (laughs) (laughs) it's like side hustle just kidding fingers fingers no are Are you guys building your um newsletter list
1: so that's actually putting a newsletter out we so we have a uh an email list and one of our conversations over the last two weeks is that it we need to put it more front and center and we Mm -hmm. need to, uh, prioritize its growth. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we have a whole bunch of concepts as to how to do that right now. It's like Instagram is, I don't know, uh, 60 times bigger than our email and there's only 340 followers on, on Instagram. So we, we're looking to grow anywhere and everywhere and all growth is good growth, but email list, to your exact point mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's the actual asset that you own.
2: Right. Whereas yeah.
1: otherwise you're, you're working on somebody else's, um, property.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, looking at buying a, a small little business, possibly and I was like oh how many how many contacts do you have like because that book of it, like what's your book of business because yeah. really that's in the end that's what's the where the value is yeah. and how mm-hmm.
1: many are going to unsubscribe when they get their first email <laughs> from that business right? I know. so yeah. it's as it's, true. it's as important as like combing your hair right like it, mm-hmm. I don't know I think uh, email list hygiene is something that I do geek out about because I, I think that as much uh, love as Instagram gets and as much of a bad rap and everyone always says like oh I don't wanna bother people. Like no. if they don't if, if, they, don't gonna, wanna, if, if they, they don't want to they don't look, look at open it, it, they don't look at it. Open it. I
2: do get really crazy and I know people are gonna listen to this and be like, Oh no, I'm gonna be one of those. I look and see who opened it and like what they clicked on. That's, I love yeah. to look at that stuff, yeah. but I'm like, Oh, that person didn't know. I get my I take it personally I'm like, Oh, they didn't open that. So I make it a point too. I'm like, oh, it's Mailchimp or whatever, because uh-huh. that's the platform we use. Yep. Mm-hmm. If like someone I know sends the newsletter, I like always open their newsletter and like at least scroll through. it. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, they're gonna see if I didn't open it.
0: I do. You guys think about that? That's really funny. That reminds me of your mom, uh, Tony's <laughs> mom, who is like our number one fan on Instagram on on all accounts. She, like,
1: she'll, she'll be your number um, one fan. Yeah, on Instagram you have this.
0: to have who's if you don't have your parents as your number one. Who who do you have? But she's like she she's right. like kind of upset like if she doesn't send you hard eyes or like it or comment she is like oh my gosh i didn't like she's worried that (laughs) they're gonna we're gonna notice that she didn't comment on it and it's that's so cute i love it
1: but look out Luanne Yubo is going to start Oh, oh yeah. can, Luanne, oh. come follow
2: TikTok. I'm totally down for that. I love All it. All the engagement. Yeah. She's so engaged. That's
1: yeah. so cute. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah,
2: the auto drip. I need to figure out. I need to work on that this yeah, week. Yeah, a little fun yeah. little welcome stuff. A little, like, reminder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, when someone subscribes, that's, the, that's, that's a really good time to have them do their first thing. And you, yeah. can, you can, like, make it, like, a challenge, like a lowest-hanging fruit let us do one thing. I know like one thing.
2: I, yeah, I've been thinking about doing a little fun, like giveaway or something. in Ashford. it's like, you know, tell us the one thing and then we'll pick someone and give them a free hour or something. I need to maybe do, maybe we'll do something together. Mm-hmm. So Let's that is, about that.
1: that's one of the ways that we're thinking about talking about our email list growth mm. is that we want to come up with cool things with our guests Yeah, and sure. do it as some sort of like a giveaway. And it. It's a pretty easy way to do it. You have to like, subscribe <laughs> yeah yeah and, so and, and, and maybe we'll we'll, we'll create we'll, we'll,
2: something and
1: we'll, yeah, put we'll, it out there exciting we'll do it offline by the time this baby comes out yeah uh we'll maybe have it in the intro outro That'd and be awesome. so look alive we yeah. we're, we're <laughs> manifesting the intro to have something really fun about listen to the random bit of trivia we're gonna say some word or something and then if you get it right you might have a chance to win.
2: That would be fun. Okay, so concierge question really quick. Do you guys care if I ask you a question?
1: Love, no. Okay, love since
2: you're that. new too to Asheville. Okay, so uh, name your favorite restaurant so far.
0: Ooh, a favorite restaurant. Oh my gosh, this is really hard. I love Cucina 24 mm, because I'm, I much. love Italian food and so I was very, very impressed by them. But we've also have loved rhubarb and I think like our, not really restaurant, but, to go food would be taqueria It was like the best tacos Mm. good picks all good picks kachina's the top and rhubarb's the top for me too
1: yeah i mean i just for me uh, it it ends up being about like experiential dining Mm -hmm. and we had just like a two of however many 20 30 meals that we've had at rhubarb have been so experiential that i absolutely loved it the first time we met Derek. Second time we sat in their little, uh, you know, kitchen, uh, the chef's, chef's table, table yeah, yeah. right in the kitchen. My favorite spot. And those two things for me are like, you know, so that's 10x out. Um, and then sleeper pick, which isn't, let me repeat, is not one of my favorite meals, but I loved it as a meal was uh, uh, Mamacita's bringing it across the street to la zoom room Mm -hmm. and watching like a little bit of comedy while eating a burrito was like one of my favorite that's a good idea insider i felt like i got it like i felt like all right we're doing tips
0: and tricks here i mean
1: this is like a very and that came from i think
0: we we went to la zoom and we were like oh do we have time to eat like do you guys have any food and they're like no but go across the street get yourself a burrito bring it back and we'll provide the Beer or whatever. That's you know. so smart
2: because yeah. I, yeah, we all usually bring our own booze on LaZoom, but I love the idea of bringing, you know, a taco, a burrito. And That's so we haven't great. done the,
1: the tour yet. This is just the comedy show at oh, the LaZoom room. You guys,
2: yeah. guys got to do know. the bus. It's yeah. so much fun. Even as like someone who grew up here and I feel like I know a lot about the city, like that is so much fun. I always say if it, that is like one of my top picks for people to go do when they're in town. It's a blast. And you laugh so hard so the whole time.
1: We're doing it not this, week but the following week we have friends in town and it's like 100% gonna do it
2: take friends
1: and the 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 feedback on the LaZoom tours are so insanely good Mm -hmm. that it like I would never have guessed it I just it's the weird quirky
2: like Asheville yeah you know
1: the exact opposite is the uh, ride the bike the Tour. pub cycle. I don't know. Have you heard anything? The pub cycle? <laughs> yeah. Is that fun? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess.
2: Uh, yeah, I think it's a blast. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, well, you love riding bikes. I, f- I feel that as Ooh, like I don't want to drink, <laughs> so it's
2: not like you're fully on like getting a workout. But I will say, um, the last time I went, I went as a tourist, which was really fun with one other person, and I got like the whole the everybody on that bike was on the pub cycle was um, from somewhere else. So I just like really was like hamming it up. We had the best time. I was like, okay, so when we get to Ben's tune-up, you got to get the egg rolls Cause you're going to want a snack between, and I made everybody take shots at every stop. Oh my God. So <laughs> it was uh they were like, who are you and what is going on? So, uh, yeah, I think it's a blast. Oh, it so really is fun. And they have like a cooler in the middle. So you like bring your own stuff and it really is a, a good time. Oh, that's it, fine. I didn't f- know with a group of friends.
1: I didn't know that it stopped at food. Well, that changed. They it do
2: make a few stops. And my, my pointer was get a little snack at each stop yeah. because Ben's kinda... tune up is
1: one mm-hmm. of my favorite aesthetics of any place. It's I cool. think that's something, about that backyard is just like
0: it's so funky, so cool. Yeah, and it's very funky. And it's so
1: weird. It's like what? It's Wait, like a shangri-la. Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, those, those are our picks. But we normally ask our guests what.
1: So we're at, we're picks. we're about at that time. Yeah. Transition to last time we called it the uh, speed round, but it's not actually that fast. Okay. Is that cool?
0: I'm ready. Yeah, let's do it. So you have friends coming to town to Asheville. Where do you take them? Um, I'm
2: going to take them to Golden Fleece. Ooh. Uh, and then we're going to walk over to the Grow Park and have a cocktail at sunset. Um, we're also going to hike. S- I mean, so are you talking about like to eat or just everything? No, you got it. You're oh, doing man. It right. We're going to be hiking. Um, what else? Obviously, I love a good brunch. So I would do rhubarb or pasana on the patio if the weather's conducive to it. And then um, hi- five walnuts. Five Walnut for, like, live music and, and drinks in the evening is, yeah. like,
0: I think. And
2: you get the true Asheville vibe when you're in there.
0: So yeah. Dang. I remember the first time we came to Asheville, we kept hearing music down mm-hmm. the street. And we were like, where is this music coming from? And so we wandered down there and realized, like, there's this amazing little wine bar oh, so with amazing. live music. And everyone's just, like, hanging out the window mm-hmm. and I dancing and laughing. Yeah, it's great.
1: Plus, our good friend Jamie Clayton goes there when he comes to town. Who? Jamie's just from Nashville with an N. Oh, yeah. He connected us to our first interview guest, John Hopple. But uh, Five Walnut, yeah. we, that's a repeat offender. We go there all the time.
2: Yeah, and I'd say, you know, obviously I'd take him down the River Arts District, too. So mm-hmm. I'd hit um, Smoky Park Supper Club up. I mm-hmm. love, like, I don't think you can beat, like, the Riverview, and it's, just, like, just a unique building obviously the shipping containers and then uh district one and bull and beggar like those are also top
1: picks. so mm-hmm. yeah we finally did burger night at <gasps> i'm gonna
2: tell how tell me how good it's the best i
1: it's, you know what? it's simple it was, yeah that's what's so, so good yeah yeah so we've had a lot of good burgers Well, you guys town.
2: came from like a killer
1: foods and that's city but too. Bur- burgers are like i don't know that's my favorite that it, burgers are my margarita pizza so it's, for Sarah, it's like you know how good a place is Buy its margarita pizza. Mine's like, show me your burger. I'll tell. I'll know <laughs> everything bur- I need to know. But do
2: you like them simple or do you like them with like all the stuff?
1: That's funny. I have two types of burger. Technically three, but two is one is does this seem like I could maybe do it at home? Simple backyard right. burger. The other is this is insane. Gruyere, why? Yeah, and that you know, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, and like I would never do this. Yeah. Um. And so it felt approachable, but but still like special, super special. And I love the fries.
2: Have you been to Foothills? I know we're getting off subject. Foothills and Copper Crown, the other two picks for burgers, I'd say. They're coming. Yeah.
1: Coming soon. You guys gotta uh, go. We, John Hoppel, speaking of John Hopple, episode three or four. Um, he, we just saw him yesterday and he said that the Foothills burger is his favorite burger in it's, town.
2: Yeah, it's, it's definitely one of them for me too. I mean, it's Copper
1: Crown, we hear a lot about Copper Crown, not never been yet. It's the think. jam,
2: Brussels sprouts burger, low fi burger, not high fi. Cool, you okay, guys got to go. Yeah,
1: done. And where would you hike?
2: Um, I would take guests to Craggy just because I think mm. it's amazing, or Black Balsams. Like you just can't. That yeah. that is just. Max Patch is awesome too, but I, you know, Black Balsam is gonna be like my top pick. It's a haul driving up there, but I'm like, that's so much fun. Like, roll the windows down, crank yep. the music.
0: Yeah, you yeah. get those 360 degree mountain views. <laughs> Wear sunscreen if Where's you go to Balsam. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no, Sarah, is cool thing, she miss? has been- I'm um, sunburned Sarah. on my shoulders right now. Yeah.
1: We've done two proper hikes since being in town. One was. Um, Looking glass, the hike, That's right? So cutbacks, yep. and you're in the woods the whole time, and bang, mm. you're all of a sudden you're on this uh, like uh, flat rock, and you're mm-hmm. looking over the national forest. And so uh, we've done that, That's and beautiful. it was a gorgeous day, but you're in the woods the whole time, right. Doing cutbacks, right? Then we did Black Balsam, or then we did what was it, Black Balsam Knob? Mm-hmm. Assumed it would be Similar. in the woods the whole time. And we were like sun exposure, like, you know, <laughs> blistering. I know,
2: yeah, that's a different ballgame up there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you were on
1: the ridgeline the whole way. And yeah. you know what, it serves me. I should have, I, I typically geek out, like, look at maps. I'm like, oh, we, you know, figured out. That was find It was find outable that the whole walk was gonna be you know, on that's a ridgeline.
2: I never thought about telling guests, too, because that, as I think a lot of times when you think hiking, like, you're in the woods. So that's a good point. I love, too, I don't know if you guys have been to Explore Asheville, um, has their hikes ranked by difficulty. Mm. That mm. is, like, a really fun place to go if you have guests and you're like, oh, moderate, or, like, you know, difficult. They've got them all ranked on there. The craggies, it's like, awesome.
1: this, the starter kit hike yeah. is, yeah. we haven't done the hike. We've just looked at the view. Yeah. And it, everyone's like, yeah, it's like 500 yards. It's like, you're done. Before you start.
2: Yeah. It, it's <laughs> Craggy Pinnacle's beautiful though. You can't beat it like when you get up to top, you're like, yeah, stunning. Frying Pan Tower's mm. great. There's there's so many good ones. Hmm. So you've
0: got you got plenty of time to explore all those. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Cool. Um, so you were saying before that you love drinking red wine. Mm. Yeah. Favorite bottle of red? Oh. Uh, or uh, type of red?
2: Yeah. So I might get some booze from this one, but I, I'm a Napa Valley, like Cabernet kind of girl. Um, I've actually f- fallen in love recently with Bordeaux, but Napa Valley, um, there's a s- really small boutique vineyard called Burley. Um, and I, I collect that wine. It's actually become a really hot item to collect. So I've been collecting it for five years and I just adore it. And it's like drinking velvet. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So that's, that's fun. probably my top pick.
1: And then, uh, just because I've seen a post from you, there is Metro, your wine stop me- or their options. Metro is my
2: wine stop. I just love them. Yeah. They're so nice. Um, Andy Hale, I've known him forever in there, and he like gets me. I call him like Andy. We need a twenty dollar bottle of something for this guest that here's the varietal can you pull it and like have it ready for me like i just trust him so much and their whole team down there is amazing so and they have free delivery if you live around this area like they deliver for free so i'm like that if i i live not far from here but not in there but i'm like i would totally yeah. be hitting that up so probably wow. be trouble yeah. yeah they're a great wine shop very knowledgeable too
1: yeah so plus plus on yeah retro. we're
0: very lucky that we live yeah, you guys are in a good distance spot. from them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It you was. got all the good stuff Taco Temple, Ganshan, Chop So, Taco Shop. Temple,
1: sister of. Uh, Mamacitas. Mamacitas. And I, I think in a steel cage match mamacitas wins what do you Ooh, think Ooh, i don't
2: frequent mamacitas as much as t- i'm at taco temple all the, all the time. time yeah so,
1: so i'm amazed that play it has a line out the door it's, almost every it's like our night. favorite go-to spot it's it's super good yeah. i just i maybe it was an experiential eater right like sitting in taco temple or even out front yeah. is good
2: it's it's a totally different going to la zoom deal. room
1: and and watching a comedy show while, while <laughs> <And that laughs> sucking it down a burrito <laughs> that, that did would, it for that you might have been it yeah
2: probably it. they're
0: both great
1: both great um cool what else we got
0: Ooh, the magic wand question yes yeah so we always ask our guests if you had a magic wand we if we had a magic wand i always get this wrong if we if someone had (laughs) a magic magic wand wand are you harry potter (laughs) yeah exactly someone had a magic wand um what would you ask either us or your audience our audience for helpless something that oh wow I think, um, I'd say
2: spreading the word about our business is, I mean, obviously like this service I say is for everybody, but again, that's when people are like, Oh, it's not, I don't need extra time or I'm good. Like, but I think Mm -hmm. just thinking of us when you do need, like you have that week where you're like, I just can't do it all. So just thinking of us for, for those moments. And then, you know, or if you know someone who's struggling and, you know, drowning with, all the life's craziness just to keep us in mind to pass our name along. So yeah. yeah Referrals well, are the best I'd say.
1: Easy peasy. That's yeah. that's check and check. We, yeah. We're doing that present tense.
2: Yeah. And if people have questions, I always say like we love questions. So uh, DM us, email, all those things.
1: Yeah. So. And one of the things that I'm thinking about when I think about your business is that I love that the way that you've communicated it is that you are like providing time to mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, One of my thoughts, as you said it that last time, like to someone who's like on the fence, I don't need more time Mm -hmm. in this like abstract sense. But like specifically when you earlier, you were like, yeah, but would you want to take another yoga class Mm -hmm. or would you want to go on, get on your road bike and and ride for an hour and a half? And it's like the Indiana Jones Mm -hmm. swap out thing. Totally. The ball comes rolling after him. But like maybe you don't need this abstract thing time. But what would uh, two hours undistracted with your children mean?
2: Yeah. What would that mean? Yeah.
1: Hmm. I
2: think it's different for everybody. Some people might say, I want to work on my business more, like you said, or spend time with a loved one or, you know, I think that's what's cool is you can, it's really up to anybody to use their time however they want. And I think um, it's just so valuable. Like. I have this fun calculator. We basically can figure out what your time is worth. And I'm like, oh, that errand running for two hours might have cost you $125, whereas you could have just paid 80 bucks. Like, you know what I mean? So um, I think, I just think life is so short and we don't, we're not here for very long. So it's like, make the most of it and figure out the one thing that drives and propels you. And then the other things that you can delegate, you should let them go.
1: And how? Yeah. Love it. And well, yeah. and the answer to and how is with TikTok concierge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, anything else, Sarah? Yeah. I, I feel on like internet.
0: I really want to ask you what books you are Ooh. reading right now <laughs> yeah. um, before we wrap up. Yeah. I love that. Um, the Five Second Rule,
2: Mel Robbins, I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Is um, that like
1: if you can do it in five seconds, do it right now? What it's is like that? this
2: thought process of like when your mind is like tell- like, okay, if I'm... Say I want to get I need to get out of the bed and I'm like oh, just five more minutes. I'm like no, five, four, three, two, one, Bad. get out of the, and like I do a countdown to where it's like my brain doesn't have long enough to like flip the switch on me and procrastinate. So it's kind of an interesting like theory she's she's done. So I'm reading that um, Brene Brown. I just adore her. For sure. Like finishing up Braving the Wilderness, mm-hmm. um, a small like quick little read. Abby Wambach. She just came here and spoke to power at like a women's luncheon um, called Wolfpack.
1: That's the soccer player. Soccer player. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I saw uh, that's like right l- when we moved here.
2: Yeah. Like a little half day. It's like super quick r- little read. So those are like, I'm always looking for like women. Like I just love like Brene. That type of thing is usually yeah. going to like fill my soul and keep me going. So
0: awesome. Good love question. That.
1: Yeah. We always say Brene Brown and Liz Gilbert uh, are ours. Oh, Liz animals. Gilbert and get in the arena mm. with me. Let's go. Yeah. Like,
2: you know, if you're not in the arena, yeah. Brene Brown, I just, oh, they're just so good. So, yeah thank you guys so much for having me this, yeah you guys <laughs> are special i'm like looking <laughs> at you guys like this you guys are just awesome uh-huh. i love this i feel like this is hopefully the beginning of a good friendship so
1: oh i love that yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we have my our
0: second date sometime soon <laughs> yeah for
1: sure yeah uh my heart feels full i know that the last question which is a throwaway question but an important question how do people find you on the internet
2: yeah so um www.tiktokconcierge.com T-I-C-K-T-O-C-K, concierge. Some people spell TikTok differently. Uh, And then Instagram. Yeah, TikTok concierge. It's the easiest way probably.
1: And we will have all of those links readily available. But... um Awesome! Yeah, we we and like you look so comfortable on the couch. I'm like You're, I could hang out here and work. We we
2: could, <laughs> uh, let's I'm like, hang We out. could just brainstorm all day. I feel like this would be a fun like day. Yeah, so a little this, entrepreneurs day.
1: So we'll call this the end of the episode, yeah. but uh, we're gonna continue talking. So uh, friends from this uh, on the other side of the mic, be good, and we'll do an outro uh, in a second. Congratulations, <laughs> that was a net. <laughs>
0: And that was episode 12 with Kara Candler from TikTok Concierge. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, and review our podcast. You can do that through iTunes.
1: iTunes is the standard place to do that. Um, Anywhere would be greatly appreciated. It helps us get discovered on all the platforms where podcasts are listed. Um, And hopefully that's a good thing because it should help people who are in you know your position our position so thanks in advance
0: if you know anyone uh, who you think would be great to have on this podcast could be yourself could be a friend of yours um, you can submit their name either through instagram can send us a direct message facebook or you can go to making it in slash podcast and there is a easy form there where you can fill out and nominate a guest
1: also uh, on the show notes page for this episode, yes, we'll have links to all of the things that we talked about, all the tools, resources um, that we discussed. But also, uh, we're going to be working with uh, Kara to give away like one hour of services to potentially you, lucky listener. So please go to makingitinashville.com dot com slash zero one two. This is episode twelve zero one two. Um, and we'll have a whole bunch of information about the episode, but also how to potentially win a hour of service from TikTok concierge.
0: Uh, we're really excited about uh, uh, the rest of this season. We have about three more episodes to go before season one uh, will end. So stay tuned.
1: I love it. That was that's episode twelve. Good job, Sarah. High five. Hey, this is Tony from Making It in Asheville. want to thank you for making it all the way to the end of this episode. Uh, spoiler alert. The trivia question that you will get after opting in on makingitinashville.com slash 012 is, how does Kara enjoy spending her time when she is not saving you time? <laughs> the answer might be riding a road bike. Anyway. Good luck to you. May the odds be ever in your favor.